0: Welcome everybody to the Notorious O.T.V. brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's all good, baby, baby. Oh, it was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. Man, it's one of my favorite months is coming up. Uh, it's October. Some people call it Rocktober. I call it something else. But who am I? I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oaklawn. I have many names. Lupine Fiasco. That's one. Sweet Tush McGillicuddy self-dubbed
1: i was gonna say who gave you that name (laughs) and who is this lady
0: piping in that's right sarah el bodway joining me again uh quickly becoming one of my favorite guests you might know sarah from her work on horse racing nation sarah thank you for joining how's it going
1: things are good happy to be back always a pleasure to chat with you about some races and really great card that we're going to be talking about so uh nice to be becoming a regular on this show
0: yeah, you're you're starting to rival Matthew DeSantis, who just honestly he just like lives in the StreamYard studio just waiting. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh you so first off, I just want to say uh thoughts are with the folks in uh you know South Florida or all of Florida technically, because they got getting battered by Ian. It's been uh that looks awful. Um I've I've been watching the, the coverage nonstop, and there was a guy yesterday who whose mind was blown that the hurricane had like sucked the water out of the bay and rivers. And I was like, yeah, that is a novelty, but I cannot watch you have your mind blown out of your ass every 10 minutes that it's dry where it once was wet.
1: (laughs) There's a shark in the street. Yeah. I know. Um, in all seriousness, though, it seems as though a lot of people are in harm's way still, and a lot of damage is occurring. And um, thankfully, a couple of you know our Twitter friends are are safe, and our, our friends at Gulfstream in Tampa, and you know all over Florida. But to those that are still weathering the storm, uh, no, no pun intended. Uh, yeah. Well wishes, indeed, because it's scary. I mean, like those are things that you know being more upstate i was mostly just thinking about like snowstorms and things like that you don't think about hurricanes or earthquakes really where you or i are so that's scary stuff
0: i'll tell you what two years ago uh, i can't remember which hurricane it was that hit uh louisiana new orleans actually tracked as like a category one up to where i am in little rock which hand down hands down the first time that's ever happened and like i like to think i'm pretty cool about things i was not cool about this i was very much just like we have all these trees they're gonna fall my sister didn't call the, i live next my sister's family that lives next door to me and my family um i was like she she never took care of that dead tree it's totally gonna fall on my house it's gonna be all of her fault i'm not getting her a christmas present um yeah. but yes most definitely thoughts with our uh you know our friends in florida um but yeah let's let's talk a little happier stuff some people call it rocktober but for me this is the month of
1: just
0: pop it and lock it i'm on a crew of pop and lock lockers called the heather pop and lock leers you you do do any breaking in your time i know you're close to the new york area
1: you know i mean with all the free time i have at least like 50 percent of it is spent on dance moves just like that so yeah you,
0: got- <laughs> you just throw down the cardboard and you just bust it out i burns mm-hmm. it down yeah. At wedding receptions just for the record good but, to know uh, yeah so it months you know it's the month's turning over it's about to be october and they're kicking off the back belmont and aqueduct with a fantastic uh card with a, some consequential stakes race because we're getting into into breeders cup time and a few of these are when and you are in sarah and i are going to talk about the uh the pick six we've done pick fives we've done pick fours we're stretching out to the pick six it felt like a like a good one uh i I think they're supposed to get some weather up at aqueducts the last time i checked it might be the bands from hurricane ian
1: yeah i think it's not going to be enough that things are changed as far as off the turf or significantly sloppy conditions but i've heard i've heard some whispers of some weather as well um i'm hopeful that it doesn't change things as far as the turf or the the condition of the main track because these turf races i mean to me that's the spot where you're going to find some ways to beat some favorites because we have a very heavy favorite looming largely within this sequence and uh, i'm not trying to beat that one so i got to find something a little bit better somewhere else
0: i think i know what you're talking about so are, are you like a Ugg boot and apple picking type person because i am 100 that's what i like to do in october
1: No. Okay. So I tweeted out this poll the other day that was like, are you a fall person? Just, you know, Mm -hmm. some engagement, some interaction, whatever. You're bored, you're scrolling through, you hit yes or no. Cool. Um, So after a couple of votes, I was like, I'm not a fall person. And right. so I actually just did a podcast with Jason beam. And that was the first thing that he brought up. And he's like, I saw a controversial opinion of yours on uh, on Twitter about not being a fall person. What is wrong with you? And I'm like, hmm, there's a lot wrong with me, but no, I'm a summer person. I'm, I'm born in August. So very like nineties beach weather. I like to just go outside and like, not worry about, do I need to layer up? So yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a terrible human being and uh, fall. Fall is not my favorite time of the year and then neither is winter. So
0: I I this is the, it gets to the time of year right I just basically uh just wear a rotation of hoodies and just swap out the shirts that's under, underneath just easy bingo bango. I will say uh today is the first time since probably April uh that I am wearing like pants pants and not shorts. So I you know if I sound off it's because I'm getting used to the feeling of fabric across my shins. Um that's my <laughs> That's my cross to bear for this one, I suppose. We're going to hit a quick break here at the Notorious OTB. When we get back, we're going to talk pick six, the $1 base bet pick six at Belmont at Aqueduct. Naira's Times Square Elmo meet. We'll be right back. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time new customers to bet $100. Get a $100 free bet, plus the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day, where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Winbet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, Winbet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select Build Your Own Bet, and start building a monster parlay. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state, where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Promoguy.us, the best place to go if you're interested in Plus EV betting strategies. They've got daily updates on odd boosts and huge cash bonuses from all their major sports books. And they've got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper Plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. I gotta say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they are some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of it all is that Promo Guy is running a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguy.us and check out their 100% tracked, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out promoguy.us. Welcome back to the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Like I said, it's popping in October. Hit me with the horse, man. Y'all ready? Let's go. Oh, no. Let's
1: go. Y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Hey, bite jump. Jump, 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 jump. Whoa. jump.
0: I can't think of a demographic more rich with hip-hop fans than horse racing. What do you think?
1: <laughs> uh, man, what are, what are the horse racing fans also a fan of? You know, because I feel like it's really just politics.
0: Tension. I know Love yeah. loves so. He's a big Kid Cudi fan, I think. Um, other than that, uh, uh, me? Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, maybe me too. Both of us.
0: Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. your what's your, what's your jam? What are you, what are you what are you into? What do you like?
1: Uh for music.
0: Yeah, like you said, you. I mean, hip hop fan. Who are you, who are you a hip hop fan of? Who
1: oh man, I'm not really that much of a hip hop fan. For me, it's more electronic. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I went and saw <laughs> Girl Talk one time, and about halfway through that show, I was like, man, I need to be on drugs for this. Not high on drugs. But you know what you don't need to be high for? This pick six sequence. Let's go. We're looking at the pick six starting race six on Saturday, the 1st of October, post-time, 335 Eastern, 235 God's time. And uh, it kicks off in race six. With a six furlong long race. It's slated for the outer turf. Don't forget, we've got the weather. Uh, that I, It looks like it's supposed to rain like all through the night into this, uh, but it's a New York-bred $85,000 uh, allowance with conditions. Uh, I, I handicapped this with the idea that this race comes off turf like all the early races come off turf but the later races the stakes races stay on turf so that's kind of how i leaned into it whenever you're handicapping for a sequence it's a few days out where you think you've got weather impending do you do anything different
1: no i pretend the weather's not happening and then i wait until the last minute and then i adjust from there which is maybe not the best thing to do but I feel like it's less work to go back and add in a couple of those MTOs and look at some dirt form the day of. And then you also like actually know that that's what you're planning for. Um, And thankfully I don't have to usually give out picks ahead of time that are either turf turf or dirt. So, that's helpful too. So I pretended that this was going to be staying on the turf. So we, we can pretend different things, but ultimately as long as we come up with a horse that wins, that's fine by me.
0: Yeah. But I actually, I, I like your strategy. I think it's the, the best way to go about it was go in with a plan. And as soon as you, you know, like Mike Tyson said, everyone has a plan going into going into battle. But as soon as I get punched in the mouth, the plan goes. Plan out the window. Yeah. So uh, where with you thinking this is going to the turf, what was your play here?
1: So I have to look at the totality of the sequence and kind of pick and choose like do I chalk out certain places and if so I can't chalk out other places because otherwise this is just not worth playing unless you're playing like a hundred dollar base pick five and you're going chalk the whole way which maybe you do but that's not really how I see at least this first race. I don't know what the price is going to be on the number 10 courageous Ola but I really like this horse quite a bit. This one has been a price in the last couple of starts um, and is exiting the same race that many of these others do too. But this one I think ran the best race last time because he dueled early with Goldquist, who is also coming back in here and just... Shrugged that one off and kept on running and just got caught by me and Sap, which was one of those horses, me and Sap was that I was chasing for a very long time because I saw, I was like, there's something here. Like this horse can run at least a little bit. Of course, the day that I'm not paying attention, he wins at a price and I lose out. And that's just kind of the story of my life. But back to Courageous Ola. Before that, he was third at 34 to one. Before that, second in an off the turf race at 33 to one. So I just don't look at that last race as being totally out of the norm this horse has been consistent for the last couple of races and i'm really just hoping that he flies under the radar once again with the presence of certain clement horses with more high profile riders and i think that you'll still get a decent price on this horse because a lot of these shorter price horses kind of all look the same so the only other direction i would want to go in here would actually be the number 12 war terminator um also coming out of a similar start as many of the other horses in here but he never saw the rail while others did and kind of got dream trips running right up the rail he was always wide he never got down towards the hedge and i think that that was where you wanted to be during that race that was also his first start off a long layoff since december now he's cutting back from the mile ired gets back aboard ired was also on during his debut which was a win so i would just use those two and try to beat some of the shorter prices in this spot
0: That's an aggressive name coming off the bat. War Terminator. Like my Lord, that's that that implies that there's been some sort of time travel. Someone's made of made of titanium. Uh, I do like your 10 courageous. Ola. that's one that I did use. I made my top pick here. Uh, The seven Sheriff Bianco. Uh, This is, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm planning for an off track. I'm thinking in my mind, a sloppy sealed off track. And when that happens, I want a horse that's going to be, uh, definitely forwardly placed, uh, towards the lead because I mean, that's speed tends to carry, uh, when you see these, uh, these sealed tracks. Uh, unless sometimes you'll see like just jockey overreactions where like speed carries, speed carries, speed carries. The next thing you know, they all fucking send and like you know, man made meltdown. But Sheriff Bianco is a spikester baby out of that Spikestown line, should absolutely love the mud, has never faced an off track before, uh, but has uh run well on a, on yielding and good tracks makes me think it's got a big wide hoof it might be able to uh to handle the slop a little bit better but uh, i was very spread out here uh because i'm gonna be leaning into some chalk later of course which uh i i went with the the five um let's see uh bold journey uh the seven sheriff bianco the uh eight or sorry the nine no 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 i'm just telling you all sorts of wrong wrong things Numbers. uh yeah, numbers, fun with them. Uh, the ten courageous Ola, and uh, I believe it was either the eight or the four. What am I do? What am I even doing here? Um, sorry, the six. Bold journey. Uh, for, bold for journey, the, you know the who the he's a half to. Who?
1: American Revolution.
0: Okay, I like it. I. do kind
1: of but it's kind of cool. <laughs> I, I'm never
0: sure how to take the halves because, I mean. Bill Clinton had a half brother named Roger Clinton. I mean, we we know how that's not all out. siblings are the same. Not all <laughs> siblings are the same. That's fair. Uh all right. So I was five, seven, eight, ten. Sorry, five. I'm just a number fool right six, now. Six,
1: right? Isn't Bull Journey the six?
0: Yes. Uh so yes. I was five, six, seven, ten. Five, six, seven, okay. ten. All right. Uh, And you were too deep there. Uh, Let's move it on to our first stakes race of the day. The one that kind of feels like a, like a foregone conclusion, but you never know with a little bit of weather uh, on the radar. It's the mile and eighth, the Woodward stakes. It's a Belmont classic. They're running it at an aqueduct for, I assume the first time, who knows, this could have happened before. Uh, But you have the very heavily favored life is good. Who drew the rail I am a simp for rail-drawn speed horses going two turns at Aqueduct. I'll just go ahead and say that. Uh, who, you know, took the, uh, the trip to Dubai, uh, got beat by Country Grammar, Hot Rod Charlie, just really didn't have its best race, comes back and is on a tear uh, since it's been uh, been back winning the, uh, the uh, Narud and the Whitney uh, back-to-back with the big figure coming back in the, uh, the Whitney over a good track. Uh, are, are you just, is this just a free square for you? Life is good?
1: Yeah, it is. I think we should talk about who we want to finish second because honestly, something astronomical would have to happen for Life is Good to lose against this field. So I'll talk about who I want to finish second because at least there's something in that. And I actually really like Law Professor the number two horse. This horse is one on the turf and the dirt. So he's very versatile, um, kind of was tailing off a little bit, then gets switched over to the actress barn and then comes back with a win at Kentucky downs on the grass. So he was, I think nine to one that day. So you got a good price on him in there. And he's the third choice on the morning line in here at eight to one versus keep me in mind, six to one. So I've kind of developed this strategy with life is good and flight line, where I can make some money with both of them. And I have in in their last couple of starts um, when flight line was in the Met mile. And then when life is good ran in the Whitney of just being like, you know what, who am I going to pick to finish second and I'll play a decent sized exacta straight and just try to make some money that way. So I'm thinking that I want law professor to be that horse that I just use in second. And I play a straight one, two for 10 bucks and try to come out with a little bit of profit in this race. Because no. to me, I think that's kind of the way that you make some money in here. And I, there's no point in betting. Life is good to win.
0: Yeah. And there, there's no, re, no point in betting the exacta with keep me in mind underneath, because I mean, you bet it for a buck, enjoy your 50 cents. If that, that comes in, this exactly. is, I, I'm going to give you a horse to consider underneath. Um, especially if this, all right, if it comes up wet, if it's sloppy, if it's sealed, speed is cruising. You will so often see the two speed, two, three speed horses all just carry off from the field. No one fades. No one makes up ground. Consider Thomas Shelby underneath another speed horse who, uh, actually put up, put up a big figure first off of the Do- the Diodoro barn, which is notable to me. I, I usually fade horses first off the Diodoro barn, but I mean, this horse is a speed ball. Just a, just a thought. A thought of one to consider. Uh, You know, I'm single. Life is good. Uh, I I looked at it a a few ways as to how I could possibly, uh, you know, get around it. The only way I could see it is Thomas Shelby getting the jump beating life is good to the spot. But no one's ever beaten life is good to the spot. I'm looking at like 14 lines of past performances where this horse has been first at the first call every single race in its career. Uh, That's just elite gate speed right there
1: precisely i considered i was like all right well thomas shelby at least has some early speed and then looking at it for one more second i was like he's still not fast enough it just doesn't matter right
0: right and the a reason to be kind of apprehensive and i understand not use with using thomas shelby underneath is the times where the horse does get beaten to the spot uh there have been some hard fades uh like at indiana grand uh and also uh a race at, uh, at a couple of races at Oaklawn where uh, the horse gets you know beat to the spot. Someone maybe presses uh, with a middle move and the horse just kind of falls off. So I uh, I, I I'm going to try Thomas Shelby with him, but uh, it's kind of a buyer beware there. So moving on, I plan for this one to stay on turf. This is I believe is also winning your end for the Breeders' Cup. It's the Grade Two Miss Grillo going a mile and a sixteenth on i i keep calling it the inner turf because they call it an outer turf at uh, aqueduct and then they don't have it named for like an old dead person like every other new york track so i'm just gonna call it the inner um two-year-olds uh this is a this one is a damn good race i think um pretty interesting here pretty interesting for a six horse field uh where did you go
1: I'm a big, big fan of Be Your Best. And I was on debut. She ran a very impressive race in there at a little bit of a price at eight to one. um, Then comes back in the PG Johnson. And I think that we saw that she has some professionalism, seems to have some tactical speed. Uh, She's very visually impressive. But the problem is that this is more of a real test for her and I think much better competition than she faced in both her debut and the PG Johnson because there's more than one other good filly that's going to be facing her in here. I also don't love that she didn't really improve buyer wise from first out to the PG Johnson. She actually took a step back up just one point, but you want to kind of see them at least progress. I know that the 70s are good enough for two-year-old fillies and certainly makes her uh a deserving favorite in this spot as well as the Breeders Cup Juvenile Phillies turf because I assume that's where they're going after this race but Alluring Angel did get into some trouble last time at Kentucky Downs uh the winner was Dance Macabre that day but I mean Alluring Angel missed the break had to kind of be always out of a comfortable position and she just barely didn't get there the only problem with her though is that trainer Jorge Abreu has really bad numbers stretching horses out from sprints to routes Um, on the turf he is one for 45 doing so and do you know who the one is who (laughs) it's runaway rumor oh okay I'm
0: I'm a George Abreu fan I'm safe for the record
1: just I am too I am too. Um, but I remember this clearly because uh, Andy Sterling actually brought that stat up the day that Runaway Rumor was running in a stakes race um, last year, I believe. And he just was like, well, can't take this horse and here's why. And I was like, no, I like this horse and I'm going to better. And I did. And she won. And she has not won since then. But stats like that, i, I I mean, you got to take them seriously when it's one for almost 50 at this point with horses that are going to be second, third choice or whatever. And then I guess also everybody's going to bet free look because it's Chad Brown. Um, this one was third to be your best on debut. Did come back with a win last time out, did improve the figures, but I think beat your best might be a little bit better than some of these horses, but she is going to have to prove it.
0: You know, it's a very interesting race because if you, I mean, if you go by, uh, just the, uh, the Kieran speed points and their run styles. You have uh, a field where you don't necessarily have any clear cut early pace. I think the early pace in this one comes from the rail with George's spirit. Um, I'm not necessarily crazy about taking any early speed in this race, especially if I think there's a little bit of cut in the ground. This comes up a little bit of a softer turf because I think that early speed just kind of gets chewed up by that, that, you know, kind of softer turf sometimes. So I'm not using George's spirit. Uh, I'm not using, uh, Chad Brown, which is on brand for me. Uh, <laughs> you actually, you were right over my, you know, all over my two horses that I, I really liked. I may mean, be your best, my top pick here. I like the win over the softer turf, uh, at, in the PG Johnson at Saratoga. Um, and you know, I just thought this horse kind of looked much the best and could really just kind of make its own race is what kind of how it feels going from the maiden race where, you know, with almost identical fractions came from four and a half off, then runs back on the good stays about a, a length and a half off the entire way. And then closes. So I, I think, I mean, who knows? We, we could be dealing with the, the, you know, beginning of a career of a push button horse here. Um, so I definitely be your best and alluring angel uh, for one. Uh, I love betting back horses who have run at Kentucky downs, horses who run at Kentucky downs, making their next start. Uh, I have absolutely zero Statistics to prove this, but uh a hundred percent of the time they win. So uh yeah. alluring angel, uh and uh be your best for the two that I'm using. Uh I'll tell you who I'm very hard against, uh, which is I, I'm just kidding. I feel like that horse might actually, despite the justify on the top line, I, I have a feeling this horse might actually be a little bit kind of distant distance limited coming out of five furlongs uh on the dirt and then five and a half on the turf. Uh I mean, justify sure, Scat Daddy, you know, line, but uh I, I think that's the one to take a shot against but i do think that one will take a good bit of money with joel rosario up uh yeah so i'm four six alluring angel and be your best sounding like sarah was too we yeah, are going I'm
1: to kidding. go ahead go ahead sorry go to ahead. interrupt <laughs> um this one is a half to Bar of gold so i kind of wonder if this one might be okay at different distances going forward maybe the justify limits that a little bit but i don't know if this horse is as good as others in this field but i don't know if it's the distance
0: breeders cup sprint winning parks shipping bar of gold god i remember that race my friend boston tom tommy uh thinks i'm a genius for me calling out parks being a key race going into that one uh sadly i didn't bet bar of gold though so we are going to take one quick break here at the notorious otv when we come back we're going to jump into the third leg of this pick six sequence which is going to be the belmont turf sprint stick around no house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today play and pick them contest versus other people for the shot at winning 250k plus in cash just download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and just watch yourself climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. That's right, if you sweep them 20 times. Bet on up to five player props, over unders, or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, the PGA, the MMA. Even NASCARs. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this one. Sign up with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or just download the app to get it first deposit match up to $25. You know, a lot of people tell you that they regret not learning Spanish in high school. I don't regret fucking the hell out of Spanish i kind of regret not taking portuguese brazil seems kind of cool i've seen city of god a bunch of times so if you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school it's never too late to start with Babel. thanks to Babel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons you can finally cross learning that new language off your list listen i've taken some Babel classes look it's called Babbel. You're gonna feel dumb at the beginning, but you know what? You're going to learn a language. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson, so you can start having real life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. That's right. Conversate with that mail order bride in three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Now let's talk about odds trader. What is Odds Trader? Well, Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. App also provides player statistics, key game statistics, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. Because if you're not tracking yourself, what are we even doing here? So, Check out all these cool features on OddsTrader. Go to OddsTrader.com slash BlueWire. OddsTrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. I want to sound like I'm from Rio. There's so many ways to learn with Babbel, in addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% of your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, it's a language for life welcome back to the notorious otb it's
1: mine i'm gonna my name one more time check it it's the n-o-t-o-r-i-o-u-s you just lay down slow
0: brought to you by the sports gambling podcast network we are on to leg three of the pick six we're talking the belmont turf sprint six furlongs on the turf at Baqueduct. it's a grade three uh this is another one where I'm possibly looking a little more off the pace. Uh, this is a really interesting race. And I, for one, I, I'm i so sick of super trainers filling up uh, with multiple entries uh, in these races. And we've got two David Donks going here. That super trainer, David Donk. Always be the Donker, never the Donkey. Who do you like? <laughs> um,
1: I do like one of them. Um, yes. Okay, so... Thin White Duke. Where did that race come from in the Troy? I feel like that was a question that a lot of people were asking. I wasn't one of those people. This horse has been very consistent for quite some time. So I bet him last time when he came back and he backed it up with a win and he also backed it up with a buyer that was over 90, obviously not quite the same um same extent as the one that he was able to get in the Troy third to golden pal, but a 92 is still certainly very competitive with this field. I think this horse is just in excellent form lately. And I also think he's in slightly better form than the other Donk trainee. Yes. And yes, at least for right now, speaking of horses that I've chased forever and that I finally stopped betting um, Fauci is not going to be one of them. I will continue chasing this horse for forever because you know what? He always shows up. He doesn't win but he always shows up and now he's going to be 15 to one and Flavian Pratt is riding and he was closing in to thin white Duke and dancing buck uh last time out so I gotta I gotta at least use this horse somewhere um I don't know that he he improves enough to get the win um maybe like I've tried the extra half for a long, maybe that's the difference for him and it's not he just doesn't win but I think the price is right for him today to at least include him somewhere uh, on the ticket and definitely underneath somewhere. There's a couple of other horses that I think might take some money that I just don't know about. And Arzak is definitely one of them. Um, Nothing better is a price, but he was just entered at parks and then he ended up scratching out of there to, I guess, run in this spot. Uh, Voodoo zip ran well last time, but I think that that horse was kind of one that I was against last time too um seven cents off the claim now in the Morley barn uh i didn't like him last time but he won but now this is much tougher company so i would probably just go thin white duke fauci and dancing buck in this spot
0: i'll tell you what uh mark capitan friend of the show used to be one of my on the wrong league co- cohorts uh, i i think it's just Blindly betting Morley at this point. He's such a Morley <laughs> fanboy. Uh, you mentioned who's going to be my top pick here. And it's the 10 dancing buck. Looking at this, this horse has run uh, twice uh, on over good turf where there's a little bit of cut in the gra- ground. Won both. Has also run over sloppy track, finished third. Uh, I-, I think that this horse is really well suited to this race if it comes up wet. Um, you know, I also think that once again, coming off the pace is going to be a, uh, you know, a, a feather in its cap uh, because, you know, the we talked about what I think will happen to the early pace on turf. So I'm definitely using Dancing Buck. I was three deep here. Uh, I'm definitely using Thin White Duke. That's a horse I chased for a, a while and missed its its last win, uh, unfortunately. Um, and then uh, I'm also going to use uh, Chewing Gum for uh, Bill Mott with Lascano up. Uh, this is another one that's run well when there's a cut in the ground, uh, I'm looking at a win over a good turf, uh, at, at Santa Anita and the Hernandez, and then also going back to a second place finish, uh, in the Jiper, uh, over a good track, uh, you know, Jose Lascano, you wonder if that's a negative jock move, but, uh, I don't know. I think Bill Mott didn't win a race for his birthday. And uh, now we're going to get like a final destination type like Bill Mott wins. They're just like out there ready to happen in, in, in crazy ways. So, yeah, I was I was three deep there. That's going to be a wide open race. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, how you say ins, outs and what have used. But let's move on to race 10. The Champagne Stakes. This is an interesting race. Uh, for one, it is for two-year-olds uh it's going eight furlongs it's so lightly raced these horses um another i think win and you're in, your in. I-, I singled here i felt like i haven't looked at the morning line but i feel like it's not an necessarily obvious single where did you go
1: well who did you single
0: verifying Brad cox
1: Ah, well i have the morning line
0: Ooh, what do we got
1: nine to five shit
0: i thought i was being <laughs> so clever like i,
1: I i'm I, surprised to never... see this horse at this price too and david's the best so something must be going on where everybody's into this horse but i'm not
0: i mean if it's if it comes up wet you have to take on diamo Firenze very seriously um for sure but, i mean gulfport didn't didn't run poorly on on a sloppy track um yeah i mean my, all right, my logic here was I'm going to take one of the less obvious horses that I think has the pedigree for a wet track with justify being the sire of the four champions dreams and the three verifying. And I settled with verifying because I mean, it's Brad Cox's world. We're all just living in it. Uh, Sometimes I, when I need to dress up, I panic and dress like Brad Cox, where I'm just wearing like a button down shirt and a blazer and a hat yeah yeah exactly also some you can't see the bottom half but uh some just like dockers with pleats so deep you would think they were extra pockets um yeah i thought i thought that this i mean if it comes up wet that this horse just you know genetically should have the chops to take it it's got plenty of early speed ransom blazing fractions uh i I know i'm not saying maybe just a a justify baby in the, in the, you know, Miss Grillo doesn't have the distance, but I don't know if being on dirt makes it feel different. Cause I'm, I'm thinking of that, uh, the pick six that I hit that might be the worst paying pick six of all time at the Preakness a couple years ago when justify one and that bitch paid like 40 bucks. Um, so I, you know, if maybe like father like son and this one, you know, really just shits on the pick six.
1: But do you like this one at nine to five still? <sighs>
0: No, but I think I get price float due to Andiamo off Firenze, if it's wet, if it's wet.
1: This is a fair point. And I think they'll kind of keep betting Gulfport, and I don't know why, because this horse isn't bad and certainly has the foundation. But I think that this one is kind of like matured really early, and then now everybody's starting to catch up. So I would need this one to beat me at least once to bet this horse again um, I actually went to the two top recruit in here. And this horse is one that actually has the co, um, I think, highest buyer speed figure in this group. Um, actually, Gulfport has one that's a 91, but has an 86, which is the second highest um, in this spot. A win last time i think this horse is going to get overlooked because that was at ellis but the horse that this one beat curly jack did just come back and win the iroquois at churchill downs over echo again damon's mound the kind of two horses that were basically the shortest prices in there uh, sprang a little bit of an upset so facing some live horses and then the race before that was against tyler's tribe who has uh also been at one of the smaller tracks but has been a very legitimate two-year-old so far so I read Ortiz getting a board from Mike maker middle price might get overlooked because of where this horse has been running. This was one that I definitely wanted to take a look at and using on my tickets. If there's any sort of weather you got to use on DM but even if there's not, this horse is decent too. Obviously frenzy fires little brother. Um, mm-hmm. champion's dream was that horse for Danny Gargan that got bet like crazy on debut and won pretty impressively. So I think there's a lot of spots to go in here that kind of, um, aren't the first thing that you would think of because i feel like verifying is going to take some attention based on the connections half to midnight bizu impressive maiden win uh gulfport we've seen what he can do at least he's consistent and can compete against the uh the more well thought of two-year-old everybody knows who andyama frenze is just because it's frenze fires little brother and we've been talking about that angle so much so i think that top recruit could uh just kind of fall through the cracks for a lot of people and
0: listen, other horses in this race. I mean, I will. I will tell you, if your first two-year-old is a biter, your next two-year-old is going to be a biter. So tuck in your ears and your tongue. <laughs> that's the that's the one thing that you want to talk about. Something that would have put the death nail into racing is if Forenze Fire had actually gotten a hold of that other horse. Oh God, there was a tongue to... flopping around. There were ears. Yeah. Like, that was going to be tongues bleed. I bit my tongue in half once fun yeah down the middle so it was like i
1: thought it would have been half the other way
0: no it was it was like it wasn't like hamburgers like a hot dog fold kind of like a snake yeah so i i was playing basketball
1: i was on my basketball
0: my basketball team at the ymca (laughs) it was back when jordan was playing he used to have the tongue hanging out went to shoot a jumper and this kid jimmy on my team he jumped to block me and his head hit my chin and i bit it in half i had like 16 stitches right down the middle of my tongue
1: That is terrifying and I didn't need to know that, but thank you for sharing.
0: You feel like you know me better now, at least
1: I do feel closer. Yes. That's
0: right. Okay. (laughs) We got to take one more break. When we come back, we're going to wrap this up with race 11, the money leg. We will be right back. If you're like me, you know that the best days of the week is Monday. It's Thursday, Sunday. Why? Because it's NFL season which is our favorite time of the year. And whether you're into fantasy leagues, betting on your team, or just talking highlights around the water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. So what is the Elias Game Plan? Well, it's the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. Listen, your fantasy league probably runs off Elias Stat Bureau. They're the official statisticians of most U.S. sports leagues. And Elias Game Plan app is full of information and insights provided by their renowned research team, which means they constantly give you information that is up to date and that you can trust. Gives you everything from league-validated team and player news, head-to-head team comparisons ahead of their matchups, along with Elias key insights from the Elias statisticians, including injury impact analysis. And expert game analysis, which can give you the advantage in betting, picking your fantasy lineups or showing off your sports knowledge. And Elias Gameplan is releasing new features all the time, like chat function, which allows you to talk directly with their researchers. So you get the information you need to feel comfortable when making big decisions or betting on your fantasy team. Elevate your NFL season today, download the Elias Game Plan app, that's E-L-I-A-S, and right now I have a special offer for you when you subscribe. Get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use my promo code SGPN15. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN15. If you watch football, you need FuboTV. FuboTV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games and 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watching all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try FuboTV free for seven days and get 50% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com SGP. That's f u slash SGP. Welcome back to the Notorious O.T.V. Brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Oh, 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 come on. So this is where you get paid your money. Who knows? If you hit some of our prices in the, the earlier legs, we're alive to a boatload in this $1 base pick six. and uh, We're hoping to, to make this kind of money. Hey, 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 on, don't rub boy. on that. You blocked that. You understand? That's alpaca. That's $25,000 alpaca. You block that shit. Right. You don't rubble. Put the club soda on there. Put the club soda to the table salt, salt on Denzel's alpaca. All right, it's a six furlong New York bread allowance, non-winners of whatever the condition is. Uh, and it's on the dirt, so we don't have to worry about any surface changes or anything. Um, I'm Since I'm going you know, single in one place, two deep in another place, single in another place... I'm spreading out pretty wide in this last one. I'm focusing on speed. What's your strategy for this last leg?
1: Don't you kind of just not like anybody? I mean, uh, this race is tough because originally when I looked at this race, I was like, okay, like I'll pretend there's no weather. And then I was like, I almost really, for this race at least, I want there to be weather because at least with the number 10 horse, Patria, this horse has only been on a fast track one time. Um, So... In five starts, this horse has plenty of off track experience, good, sloppy, different ratings, but at least has been able to handle a track with some moisture in it. And this horse also has some speed from the outside as well. I'm hoping that this one can kind of cross clear and just keep going. And some of these others, I just don't know who I can really trust in this spot because... Uh, you have the three can't hurry love who just has this breakout figure last time. And that was in the slop. So how wet is this track going to be? Is this a wet track horse? Cause if not, I don't like this one. And this one might be a short price. Uh, you have carbon coming off a little bit of a break for Linda rice. Kendra Carmouche is usually a, a jockey that will keep his horses close earlier, send them. So maybe she makes some sense, but I feel like a lot of these horses kind of just all look the same. So I would also be wanting to spread in this race as well.
0: Yeah, I so thinking it's going to be a, a sealed track. I, I I was just looking at anybody who I think could possibly get out on the lead and hold it, and I I settled on uh, the seven tell a perfect tale as my uh, top pick here. Uh, I mean that horse has just dead send written all over it, but I mean I am just absolutely covered up with that same sort of run style. You would think that I want to put in a. You know, a closer just because, you know, maybe this is the one race where they all overreact and all send or, you know, there's just enough speed in this naturally. No, nope, not what I did. So uh, I, I would tell a perfect tale. I mean, um, <laughs> I, for, I love Finger Lakes shippers. Uh, and also let's let's talk about this weight break. Jose Gomez gets a weight break. What I've noticed with sloppy tracks, if this does indeed come up sloppy, is pay attention to the amount of weight that the horses are carrying. It's not always a hard and fast, like, okay, lighter horses always do do really well. Or, okay, heavier horses always do really well. But I feel like it's always either one of those. The track is going to favor one of those, and it's going to go to the extreme. So with Tell a Perfect Tale, I'm, I'm you know kind of making the gamble that uh, you know, lighter horses have been able to just kind of skip across the surface at at Aqueduct, and Jose Gomez uh, is able to utilize that wake break that weight break up towards the front. Uh, I mean, has one over over a muddy track at Aqueduct before. Uh, one going away, uh, that one not noted as sealed, which is also worth noting. But uh, I, I spread out and went four deep with uh, Can't Hurry Love, uh, Tell a Perfect Tale, uh, Rebo's Valentine, and uh, Patria. Uh, and all of those, like I said, just speedballs. So uh, if this one melts down and I miss out on a big payout because of it, uh, if you would like to tweet at me and say I, you know, I told you so, um, any anyone is free to do that. Um, I'll take Usually all of that. They'll smoke. do it
1: by, uh, without the invitation too.
0: That's true. You get that a lot. God
1: damn it. All right. Hold
0: on. I'm getting on my soapbox here. Tell me. Tell me. It's going to be like a very leave Britney alone kind of moment here. Just leave uh, Sarah Bodway Bale, alone. Damn it. She's a fantastic handicapper. I don't, dude. Guys, men specifically, get over your <laughs> fucking selves. Get over yourselves. It's 2022, God damn it. If a woman out handicaps you, just fucking take your L. Don't just at her and keep adding her, talking about how she won, but it, She shouldn't have won. It didn't count sort of shit. Get over yourselves.
1: And if I'm wrong, it's like, okay, but who did you have? What did you have? If you didn't have that horse and you didn't tell me before the race, I don't care. And also if I was wrong, my favorite comment is just, I watched the race as in, I already know. I watched it. I saw it. Yeah. I'm aware of yeah. it. You don't have yeah. to come tell me even without that wonderful service from many of the uh, dutiful people on Twitter that like to stop by and let you know who you missed. I was already aware, but thank you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, dude. Just, oh, I, I hate seeing it. I hate seeing it. It makes me angry. Um, You don't need protecting, but I will, I will just go full. Just Kevin Costner, bodyguard, guard, minus the, the love story. That's not, I'm married. And, <laughs> So that the even button
1: Keeps me safe. It's That's fine. right.
0: That's right. Um, so yeah, four deep here. So I ended up, I feel like it it was a, a relatively, you know, affordable stab at a $1 base pick six, because I had a $96 ticket here. Uh I'll go ahead and mm-hmm. rattle this off. The first leg was five, seven, eight, ten. The second leg was one, the third was four, six. The fourth was seven, ten, eleven. The fifth was three. And then I was three, seven, eight, ten to close at $96. Um, you know, put it put in a hundred bucks and you've got, you know, three and a half hours worth of fun. Uh, what was your final ticket?
1: You know, that's a great question. So I'll go through it right now. Um right. in race six, we're going 10, 12. Then in race number seven, we're going one race number eight six race number nine seven nine and ten race ten one and two and then in the finale three six and ten i didn't do the math yet 36 but,
0: 36
1: oh, maybe we'll play it for two bucks who knows hell hey
0: Take the 96 that you were going to play on my ticket, play hers instead, and then spend the 30 bucks on drinks. That's the best way to handle it right there. That's, uh, sure. yeah, yeah. This is going to be a fun sequence. I'm very interested to see how some of these shake out. Uh, life is good. I mean, I mean, who knows? Maybe we've got a little, uh, a little better breeders cup classic than I thought we were going to have brewing. Uh, if, you know, life is good and get the win. It's going to be, cause you'll have life is good. Uh, you'll have the, the, the late developing, we'll say Bob Baffert horse and Tyba, uh, you've got, uh, you know, it's <laughs> possibly life is good. I mean, there's it, I thought the classic was going to suck this year. So I but it might be competitive or we just might see Flightline do some just like once in a generation type shit.
1: I would love to have really good horses compete against Flightline, so that everybody can get distracted and chatter about them, and think about mm-hmm. all the cases and scenarios where they might have a shot against this horse. And then I want to see Flightline just destroy them all.
0: That's, I, I like that because I felt like there's a little bit of just like spite in there, just like a. It's very, it's very like.
1: Want to see it? Fly-
0: yeah. <laughs> just let, you're just ready to crush souls with flight line. Uh you, you got big plans for the Breeders' Cup? Are are you planning on attending?
1: I will be there. I will be nice. in attendance. So um yeah, I got a very fancy email the other day and it was like your credential has been approved. And I was like, Well, how about that? So I'm excited. H- have you been to a breeders' cup before? Never once.
0: Oh man. So you're you're gonna be with HRN, so you'll get to be with in like the the, the fancy like upper crust like vip section i'll tell you i got to go to it last year at Delmore and was in that yeah. section and i was not i felt just not wealthy enough to eavesdrop on people's like conversations <laughs> like i i was um, like i was like yeah, I, looked around, way I was like i do not have the skin and teeth of a wealthy person i've i've noticed but it was absolute blast you'll get to see uh, mark in his fancy kind of like plaid blazer which he pulls off he pulls off the man you know he probably
1: will wear the same one
0: I, I would be wearing the same $100 outfit or sorry, $100 for two outfits uh, that I got at Target uh, before mm-hmm. before the last one. Um, I wore these shoes that I got married in. Uh, okay. And I guess my feet have gained weight since then, because like <laughs> after the first day, I was like, I have to put these shoes back on. And I don't know if I want to do this like litter like blood, blood under oh. the toenails for months. It took months to get rid of that. Oh. It yeah. It was, it was rough for me and my piggies.
1: See, now you understand when women complain about heels. Like, I can walk in them just fine, but they mm-hmm. hurt your feet.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, when I do my show, when I'm singing the Beyonce, I'm wearing heels typically for Always. that. Yeah. Yeah, get it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> um. What else do you got going on right now? I know you've got a ton going on with HRN. Go ahead. Give it a plug.
1: Oh, man, all of the HRN great stuff we have going on. We just released our Breeders' Cup Super Screener. Woo! So that. Yeah. What a mouthful that is. Um, So if you subscribe to that, it's 57 bucks right now. Not only do you get suggested wagers for every single Breeders' Cup race, but you're also going to get some insight, suggested wagers and picks for all the prep races leading up to it if you go ahead and get that right now. So that's a little bit of an added bonus if you get on that very early. Uh, We're also going to put together a little Breeders' Cup bundle with a bunch of our products that are themed for those two days of races We have our first-timer power ratings that just came out uh, about two maybe months ago, maybe a month and a half or something like that. Uh, Really great way to decipher those first-time starters, debut runners, and kind of rank them. Um, We've had some really good success with that so far. It's kind of given you a way to see which long shots for the first timers actually have a shot um, and to include on your tickets and also which shorter prices you might want to toss. So I think that's a really great separator. And I think it's also kind of a new territory within uh, a way to look at those debut runners because not, um, not any other service is really analyzing them in the same way and separating them in a ranking system. So I think it's kind of a newer frontier.
0: It's uh, I I will say just from the things that I've seen and heard talked about with HRN, uh, they're doing some very cool stuff with data. And it's I like the way that they're going about it as I mean, which they do have their their power picks. But, you know, I'm one of these people that I would much instead of someone telling me who's going to win, I would much rather handicap it for myself. But find sort of this sort of supplemental information. I'm telling you, the next wave in horse racing is this sort of supplement supplemental information. These kind of reports that aren't giving you winners, but they're giving you things to sharpen your opinions, like the first timers report. So it's definitely worth checking out. You would think the show is sponsored by HRN. It's not. It's not. I'm just maybe tight. one
1: day it will be. We'll see.
0: I'm just tight <laughs> with the crew. I'm a hanger on. I'm like, I'm like Scotty and Boogie Knights, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character. You're an HRN
1: fam. You're in there. Yeah, that's
0: true. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: that's true. Um, all right. Well, that's gonna do it for us here at the Notorious OTV. Uh, follow the show, subscribe, give it a like, uh, give it a review. If it's a bad review, I'm coming at you. I'm coming at you hard. I'm coming at you like my masculinity was challenged by Sarah picking winners. That's going to do it here. <laughs> we'll be back next week. And, man, we're going to be gearing up for the Breeders' Cup. And we will catch you then.